On the resurrection morning When all the dead in Christ shall rise I'll have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life Eternal soul In weakness, raised in power Ready to live in paradise I'll have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life I'll have a new home Glory, glory With the redeemed of God Never There'll be no more sorrow No, no more pain There'll be no more strife Yes, raising the likeness In of my likeness Ready to live I'll be glad. glad I'll have a new body Praise the Lord I'll have a new life Eternal Free From every imperfection Youthful and happy I shall be Lost in victory I'll have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life Oh yes, I'll have a new home Glory, glory With the redeemed Never sad There'll be no more sorrow No more pain There'll be no more strife Yes, raising the likeness In his likeness Ready to live I'll be glad I'll have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life Trump of God shall sound. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal grace. All bursting saints are shouting heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With reading, no understand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife Yes, raising the likeness of my sight Ready to live I'll be glad I'll have a new body Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life Eternal Good morning, good evening Wherever you may be Welcome to the Passion for Christ show So glad to have you, friend I am your host, Bruce Kessler, and I want to just let you know that I'm part of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see in him and him alone, I find peace, joy, happiness, forgiveness, blessed beyond measure, more than I could ever deserve. My goal here is very simple. That is to encourage you, friend, along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we're going to be talking about three specific things singing accomplishes. But before we get there, we have a few things along the way. And the first is headline news. Get this, folks. You won't believe this. Get this. A growing number of pastors believe their churches will not meet in person until 2021 because of the coronavirus. Andy Stanley, pastor at North Point Community Church, 
in suburban Atlanta announced that they would not meet in person until 2021, becoming the first in what some believe will be a growing trend. That's right. Bonner Group surveyed a group of pastors over the past week, and 5% of them said they did not expect to have in-person worship services for the rest of the year, folks. While that number may seem small, in May, there were no respondents who thought that they would not meet until next year. Stanley said, by suspending Sunday morning gatherings, we're able to create a strategy that impacts 100% of our attendees and has the potential to impact their friends as well. There you go, folks. Isn't that stunning? A growing number of pastors believe their churches won't meet in person until 2021. Whew. Think about that, folks. Think about that. Well, get this. An Ohio Christian business owner and ordained minister filed a federal lawsuit Wednesday over a law that requires her to officiate same-sex weddings in violation of her religious beliefs. Christy Stokes is an ordained minister and owner of Covenant Weddings from which she officiates weddings, composes wedding homilies, and vows, and prayers for such ceremonies. At issue is the county law that prohibits discrimination in places of public accommodation on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression. The law will presumably apply to covenant weddings because it defines a place of public accommodation as any place for the sale of merchandise to the public or any other place of public accommodation or amusement where the accommodation advantages, facilities, privileges thereof that are all available to the public. Stokes, an evangelical Christian, could be fined up to $5,000 per violation for not officiating at a same-sex wedding. The law also prohibits her from explaining her religious views on her business website. Woo, folks. Law forces Ohio minister to officiate same-sex wedding or face $5,000 fine. Mm, 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 mm. When I hear some good news, folks, with all the rioting and frustration that's going on lately, listen to this. Police from Kansas City, Missouri are raising funds for a single mother after she donated her $100 lottery winnings to a police officer who was shot in the line of duty. She is African American. Shatara Sims is a single mother who lost her job because of the coronavirus pandemic. She said she had $7 in bills due, but she found $1 bill in a grocery store parking lot, purchased a scratch-off ticket, and promptly won $100. Her daughter suggested that they donate the winnings to a police officer who was shot on July the 2nd while chasing a suspect. 
He is in intensive care and stable condition. So they made the $100 donation privately. Police then spent days tracking her down, set up a GoFund page for the single mother, and now it has over $51,000. Even still, the police said, when we tracked her down, she said, doesn't the officer's family need it more than me? She's got a heart of gold. Selma says she appreciates the work of police officers. In fact, her other daughter was murdered in 2012. And the police had stayed in contact with her and visited her family. The detectives were really there for us. They were there for us more than anyone I can imagine. They did things they didn't have to do. They came to see my kids. They did a lot. They were fathers, therapists. They were absolutely everything to me. There you go, folks. Heartwarming story indeed. Kansas City Police raised funds for a single mom who donated her lottery winnings to a shot officer. Woo! Good deeds, folks. Good deeds outweigh the horrible things that we're seeing. Amen. Just do something good for somebody this week. And that's our headline news for this broadcast. Now we have this day in church history. In 408 A.D., death of St. Olympias, a friend of the notable preacher and martyr John Chrysostom. In 1566, Philip becomes Metropolitan of Moscow, chosen by Tsar Ivan IV, the Terrible who will have him strangled three years later because of his bold stands against the Tsar's blasphemies and cruelties. And then finally, in 1968, Pope Paul VI restates the Roman Catholic Church's opposition to artificial birth control. And that's this day in church history. And now, folks, we'll have a little bit of fun and name that Bible character segment. Woo! All right, are you ready? Let's get ready, folks. Here is your clue. When Abraham died, Isaac and I buried him. Who am I? Here's your clue one more time. When Abraham died, Isaac and I buried him. Who am I? We'll reveal the answer to this clue following our study segment. So stay tuned, folks, for that exciting reveal in our final segment of Name That Bible Character. All right, folks, let's get ready for our study here. And we're going to be talking about three specific things that singing accomplishes. Amen. 
and we come together and start our worship service and we start singing, it the singing is supposed to accomplish several things. We're going to talk about three of those things. So get your cup of coffee and let's begin right now, folks. Uh, by the way, you, when you miss church services, is it, don't you just miss the great fellowship and the uh, and the singing that just goes along with it, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I certainly miss that. That's why I hate being away from my brothers and sisters in Christ when we come together and sing and make melody in our hearts and, and hear some teaching and to have great fellowship. So there are some reasons why singing matters. And the first good reason is that when we sing, we are pleasing to God. When we sing, we obey His command. You see, singing isn't an option in Scripture, it's a command. Look at several of those passages. In Colossians 3, verse 16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Colossians 3.16 And then in Ephesians 5 and verse 18 and 19 And do not get drunk with wine that is debauchery but be filled with the Spirit addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Amen. Found in Ephesians 5.18 and 19 you see, we are more than just invited to come together to sing. It's not just something that the leadership just thought of to be cool and groovy and all that wonderful stuff. But it's because we are commanded to sing. We sing because it's what our Father in Heaven desires and wants. And so we want to please Him and we sing. That's the first thing. So it's, we do it because we are in obedience to His will. Amen. Secondly, when we sing, we allow the Word of God to take deep roots in our hearts and in our minds. Did you notice Colossians 3 verse 16? It says there, of course, the first thing that happens that we should do is to teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. But the second thing we're to do is what? Let God's word dwell in us richly. And he tells us how to live out that command. We sing. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. How does he want us to do that? Through teaching and admonishing one another. And then singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Isn't that amazing? And it comes with a promise. As we sing these psalms and hymns and spiritual songs together, we are promised that the word of Christ will dwell in us richly. And for the believer, the word is vital food. I think one person referred to this fellowship singing 
as take-home theology because it's a two-minute crash course uh, where we learn deeply biblical, important truths from Scripture. It's, it's like the song we sing, In Christ Alone. Listen to the second verse. In Christ alone who took on flesh, fullness of God and helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied for every sin on him was laid. Here in the death of Christ I live. In just one verse, how simple it is to learn just great theological truths on the cross of Jesus Christ. And we can use that during the whole week. We can just use this entire song to help us understand the power of God's Word dwelling in us richly, motivating us, encouraging us along the way in life. So the first is uh, the importance of singing is that we are we're pleasing our Father in heaven through obeying His command to sing. And then when we do sing, we allow the Word of God to take deep roots. We are allowing God's Word to dwell in us richly. And then finally, number three, we are building each other up as we sing. Ephesians 5.19 says we are addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And this comes on the heels of Colossians 3 verses 13 through 16 of bearing one another's burden, forgiving one another, putting on love, being at peace as one united body of Christ and teaching God's word to one another. In fact, if you want to know the truth about it, we're really spiritually strengthening ourselves for, for trials. Just like they did in Acts chapter 16 and verse 25. Paul and Silas were unjustly imprisoned for the sake of the cross. What did they do while they were in prison? They were singing. Singing strengthens you and helps us all persevere in the face of trials. Even in suffering. Sing. And so we building one another up along the way. Strengthening. And it also, by the way, is helping unbelievers. In Psalms 105, 1 and 2, the Lord is calling the Israelites to be a light to other nations. And to do this, he tells them to sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works. And think of the impact of that wonderful Wonderful act of engaging singing to promote the powerful truth of who God is in our lives. So those are the three specific things that we can accomplish and do accomplish while we sing. Amen. Obedience. Allowing the word of God to dwell in us richly to take roots in our hearts. Building one another up. Strengthening ourselves for trials and tribulations along the way in life. Woo! Thank you, Lord, for the power of songs and singing in our lives. And that's our study 
for this broadcast. And now we have the conclusion to name that Bible character. Here was your clue. When Abraham died, Isaac and I buried him. Who am I? The answer is Ishmael. That's right. In Genesis 25 and 9, and his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite, which is before Mamre. When Abraham died, Isaac and I buried him. Who am I? It's Ishmael. And name that Bible character. Well, folks, you too can be I'm a part of the greatest movement ever and become a follower of Jesus Christ when you find in him by confessing your sins and repenting and being baptized lay hold of that wonderful truth that's found in Jesus Christ you can be blessed beyond measure more than you ever deserve my goal here has been very simple that is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ Hey, friend, just stop by our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. Well, friend, I just want to tell you this. Thank you for being with me and walking along my side during this broadcast. May God bless you. This I know. This I know, there's a time to reap and a time to sow. Good deeds planted every day will grow and grow. Oh, Baba told me so. Oh, Baba told me so. Yes, I know. There's a time to plant and a time to cry. A time to live and a time to die. I know. Oh, Baba told me so. Oh, Baba told me so. Oh, the good Lord watches over everyone. Morning, noon, and night He made the moon and he sent his sun So our future would be bright There's a time to reap and a time to sow A time to pray when the evening lights are low Baba told me so Baba told me so This I know This I know There's a time to work and a time to play To scatter flowers on the way wherever you go